And welcome to another episode of Bring More Steam. I'm your host, Rob Breyer, and today we have some special guests who are coming us from Cranes Creek Middle School, and they are the first qualifying state competitors for the first Lego League. Um, so today is a special episode. So if you want, sit back, grab yourself a snack and a drink, and we're going to get ready to go. So like I said, we are at Cranes Creek Middle School today, and we're going to be meeting with some special guests. And these students are the first ones in Moore County who have qualified for the first Lego League State Championship. And so we are very proud of them, and I think you're going to find this interview very interesting. So let's begin today with talking to the coach. Uh, that, his name is Mr. Clint Rogers, and he's going to be talking to us real quick and kind of give us a little bit of insight about what exactly is first Lego League. All right. Thanks for having us, Rob. We're really excited to be here. Yes, my name is Clint, and I'm the coach of the Galaxy Falcons here at Cranes Creek Middle School. Um, this is our second season participating in First Lego League. And First Lego League is basically a competition where teams from across, or it's really an international competition, where teams get together in their um tasked with a real-world problem that they have to solve um, using engineering and STEM um, so the theme for First Lego League changes every year. This year, the theme was into orbit. So they had to figure out, um, first they had to research and find problems that astronauts have in space. Then they had to design um, a solution for the astronauts. And then we um, created a prototype to help with that solution. So that's one third of First Lego League is that real world problem that they have to create something to solve. Um, and then they give a presentation at the competition um, and then another part of it is core values where we're judged on how well we work together as a team, how much we have fun, um, how well we cooperate, um, things like that. And then the other third is the robot game where we engineer, um, and design a, a robot to accomplish different missions on our board. So it's a really neat opportunity for these students to do some, um, engineering and designing and also some coding um, and and then also apply those those uh, stem stem things to uh, real world problems so that's kind of a quick overview of what first Lego league is there's a lot to it um, but these kids did a phenomenal job in only their second season and uh, like like you said we're we're very very proud of them and as you should be, and I guess we should introduce real quick the team. Um, we have only two members here today, but we're missing a couple. But um, Logan Totten Lancaster, Wade Gutier, and Emma Barber were all members of the team. And then today we're lucky enough to have with us, um, we have Miss Cece Thompson. You want to say hi, Cece? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Miss Allie Fluellen. Hello. So both of you ladies were on the team. And... What would you say is your favorite part of First Lego League? Um, mine would be uh, the robot game and designing, helping Allie. She's, she does most of our design with the robot, but coming up with programming and designing for the robot game. Very nice. How about um, you, Allie? 
I really like the project because sometimes we get to do 3D models and stuff like that. So I really like being able to solve real world problems and give real solutions. Very nice. Okay. And so what was your real world problem this year? Um, depression in space. Depression in space. So what did you guys come up with? We came up with a therapeutic planting patch thing. Really? So it was like a therapeutic garden almost? Yes. It's called the Remedy Patch. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. And so then you have to present, right? Yes. Okay. So who was your presenters? Um, presenters, um, we would, yeah, it's everybody. So you all have to present. So it's not just like somebody builds a robot, somebody goes and runs a robot and somebody presents. You all have to take part on everything. Yeah. Um, last year we tried the method of, um, everybody kind of splitting up into groups, doing work, like working on separate things to make it get, go and get done faster. But this year, um, we just all did everything and that made it easier to present because then everybody kind of knew what they were talking about and nobody was left out. That's fantastic. Okay. And so Allie, it sounds like you're the lead designer for the robot. Yeah, sort of. I mean, everyone helps out with everything, so I'm not the only one that did it. And of course, um, Clint Rogers helped and so did the rest of the team. But yes, I did some designing. Fantastic. What was, how do you guys prepare for a competition like that? Um, well, we work really hard two days a week and we kind of, well, we just do the core. We make sure we have everything down in the core values and stuff. And we also had a scrimmage um, close to uh, Christmas time before our actual qualifying tournament where we were able to get some of the um, other technology facilitators around the district to help out as judges. So they, it was kind of a mock qualifying tournament that they were able to go through, and that really helped them prepare for the tournament. Um, and, yeah, we only have 45 minutes, and we're actually in a closet right now in at the middle school. Um, so we didn't have a lot of time. Um, Obviously, not a lot of space, but we made it work. Um, yeah, so like, like we said earlier, we're very proud of them. Even though we didn't have a lot of time, they did a really good job. Fantastic. What do you think the biggest challenge um, of getting into a program like this? What was the hardest thing that you all had to figure out? Like, What did you think was the biggest challenge that faced you in this whole First Lego League? Um, I think the biggest challenge was uh the issue of not having a lot of time to work on stuff and um that limited what all we could do uh, as far as project and robot um so yeah i don't think pro like for problem i don't think um that we <laughs> sorry but like um other teams had been practicing for like two or three hours a day and that gave them the advantage of time and without that time um yeah we, we had to narrow down on some stuff that we really wanted to do fantastic ali let me ask you this um so you so what you all might not know is that these are former students of mine when I worked at Vast Lakeview. And so I know we had the robotics team over at Vast Lakeview that was run by Mr. Rogers. And you all were part of that program. Did that experience in elementary school, did that help you 
as you came to middle school and became prepared to go and do First Lego League? Yes, that helped a lot because we knew how to code and we knew how to use the robots and all that ahead of time. So that really helped. Excellent. And being an elementary school principal, is there something that we could offer more or do more to help prepare future middle school students coming up that, that would help them possibly do better when they came into the program? Um, just make sure they the ones that want to do First Lego League know about it before it comes because I know there's some sixth grade students that didn't know about it and really wish they were in this program. Okay. So do we do you have kids in your program like in that are part of this who never done this before and they just started this year? No. Okay. So I know um, at Cameron that's something that we have started. So we offering we're offering a team and we had uh, three fifth graders and three fourth graders who competed on team this year. And so um, it was a new experience for us and we did really well for our first time. Um, and like you said, you guys did it last year and that was your first time. And then this year, I mean, what did it feel like going to the state competition? What was that like? Can you describe that for people? That was when the moment that they called our team number, everybody jumped up. Emma actually started crying because she was so excited to go. Um, we were, um, so whenever they called out all the trophies, we were just hoping to get a trophy. And then whenever we, they called out like the, uh, who was going to state championship, we were like, oh, well maybe next year, but then they called our number. And, um, actually last year we never really even thought about going to States, mm -hmm. but this year, whenever we saw how high we were, we were on the, um, robot leaderboard. We were like, oh, that's a thing. We could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and so what was different about states compared to like the scrimmage in your first competition? Was there a big difference between? There was like 60 teams, which was a whole lot more. And also it... It was really intimidating because everyone there had experience and there was a lot of teams that, like Cece said, worked three hours a day every day of the week and even longer on Saturdays. So it was really intimidating. So what did you all do to get over the intimidation? Because you guys did a great job from what I understand. Um, we have, our team has been together for a at least five years and so we we know each other really well and we know what uh to do to make each other feel comfortable and so we just comforted each other that's fantastic and mr rogers um how did you guys place in the competition well we were there like uh ali said with 60 other teams um and so we didn't do quite as well as we had hoped um but in our very first season we finished in last place <laughs> in the robot game. Um, and at the state competition, we didn't finish in last place, which is good. We were, I, I think, around 30 in the 30 range out of 60. So about halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so what I found most interesting was the stories I heard about after the competition and things that you guys, the way you handled yourself. Um you know, because you're both only in seventh grade? Sixth Six. grade. Sixth grade. And people were talking about the way you handled, you know, because you only came in 30th or in the 30s. But you handled it with such grace. And 
Mr. Rogers, can you kind of describe what happened at the end after that competition? Yeah, they um, at the end of the competition, you know, of course, they were you know a little discouraged from not you know being as successful as they had hoped. But I was again very proud of them because uh, they were already talking about what they could do next season to make improvements, um, things that will hopefully you know separate us from the middle of the pack. Um, and not only were the, the students really excited about next year, but the parents were also excited about next year as well, which is, which is great from a coach's perspective, um, having that support, uh, not only, you know, with, with things like, you know, transportation and, um, you know, being there to emotionally support their kids, but also financially, they're looking at, um, hopefully getting some sponsors for our team from local communities, which would be outstanding. Um, so I was really excited to see them um, not get just so down, um, even though they didn't do as well they, as they had hoped. They still are very excited about next season, which as you know, I am too as a coach. So so girls, what do you, at the end, what were you guys talking about? Like what changes do you want to make for next year? Um. <laughs> what were some of the things that you all talked about? Uh, we were looking into uh, costumes for because uh, we do a skit. Last year we did a skit. This year we did a skit, and so we wanted to do costumes for that. And then uh, we looked into um, getting better material because um, this year <laughs> for the project we had to do a um, model of the remedy patch, and so I used a me and Ali worked on it and we were doing a co- uh, a cardboard box cut off the sides place them in the middle cut holes in them um put cut the tops or some of the top off of um red plastic cups stuck mm-hmm. those in put dirt and um we had little i don't know how to explain it but we had something tiki to wicks. yeah tiki wicks to bring up the water into the plants so that's uh-huh. how we did that very neat okay so you're, what you're saying is that you want to have better supplies for next year to, to kind of make it more of a replica of what you would actually see if you were actually to go and develop it? Mm-hmm. And we also planned to try to meet more a week and even like how they met for a longer time. We thought about making it after school and in school and also better robot supplies because some people have the top-notch sensors and we don't really necessarily have the best sensors. We don't have the worst, but we don't have the best sensors and we don't really know how to use them. So we planned on getting more familiar with that type of stuff. That's excellent. I love the fact that you were just so positive about it instead of getting down yourselves like, you guys came up with a plan and you're already to begin next year. And, you know, we talk all the time in education about failing. Well, you know what, when you fail, you learn. And it sounds like you guys got a really good lesson from this. You didn't actually fail at it. What you did is you learned, okay, this is what we're going to do next year. And this is how we're going to keep getting better. I love that grit. I love just your sense of how we're going to achieve further. So you guys are doing a great job. You should be very proud of yourselves. Do you have any last words that you want to say? Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is very intimidating. So um, this is probably the first time you've ever done a podcast. And so, but you guys have been an excellent guest. I'm very impressed with both of you. And Mr. Rogers, do you have anything you want to talk about? Um, How can parents get more involved? What could you guys use? How could we as 
fellow educators or parents or community members, how can we better support your program? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for asking. Um, there's a few things that we could we could use um, from a coach's perspective. One would be just be some volunteers to come in and and help out. Um, we had a parent parent volunteer who helped um, the majority of the season, but um, she had a, a family emergency come up, so she couldn't be there towards the end of our season. So having parents come in to help support our team, um, even though they may not be very comfortable with a robot. You don't necessarily have to have any kind of robotic programming skills. Um, the parent volunteer who came in this season helped out with the presentation part of our, uh, of our team. Um, and then, you know, if, if we have someone who could help out as far as the mechanically robot designing, um, that would be helpful. Um, and then also if you're able to, uh, provide any kind of financial support, um, we would love that as well. Uh, whether it be just through a family or through some kind of local business, that would be awesome. Um, because there are a lot of expenses that go that go into First Lego League. Unfortunately, it's not uh, a cheap thing to do. <laughs> um, and so we're very fortunate that we have some some funding at a local level. But like CC and Allie were were talking about earlier, um, it would be really nice to to be able to. Um, step up our game with the materials that we have. Um, so if you're able to volunteer um, your time, that would be, that would be great. Um, and then also if you had um, the means to, to help us to support us financially, that would be, that would be awesome as well. And if you would like to get a hold of Mr. Clint Rogers, you can go and email him at crogers at ncmcs.org. And you can always contact any of the schools, either Cranes Creek or Cameron Elementary, or Vast Lakeview, um, and just find out how to get in contact. And we we love any support. Um, like I said, at Cameron this year, we have started up our own first LEGO League team, and we're excited to see where that goes. And um, it's really great for me, um, you know, being the AP at Vast and now being the principal at Cameron to see the students that are sitting in front of me and how successful they have become. And just know that we're very proud of you and we have been following you and we're going to continue following you. And we know you guys will do great things. So thank you so much. And I appreciate you being on our show. And if you'd like, you can say goodbye. Um, goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Cece. And thank you so much, Allie. Clint, um, as always, it's a pleasure sitting here talking to you. And this is going to be the end of our podcast. And again, thank you so much for listening to Bring More Steam.